0: You are listening to Late Arrivals, the Anaheim Ducks podcast. On the inside the rink network of podcasts. Now, here are your hosts.
1: Hello and welcome everybody to episode 58 of Late Arrivals. Hi. 58. We got Ducks hockey to actually talk about that matters for once, which is always the best part of the season yes and we actually have like a fun team to talk about (laughs) which I don't think any of us expected
2: (laughs) no um not really at
1: least least not
2: out of the gate I don't know I, I was in I was expecting a kind of a slow slow start to get the the wheels going 58 though is there a number 58
0: Arizona just tied it up by the way
2: did they really?
0: Yeah.
2: Hmm. Laptox baseball.
0: Yeah, we're a
3: baseball <laughs> pod now.
2: <laughs> but 58, 58, 58. Was um Nick Cordilis
3: 58 at one point?
1: He might have been.
3: Could have.
2: We're gonna we're gonna look it up. We'll look it up later. We're looking things up. I mean, Duck's yeah, hockey, yeah. yeah.
1: Woohoo. You can't it's complain weird. with the first week for sure. I mean,
2: yeah, and it's weird because we're one and two, but like, but it was, they were all fun. I mean,
0: it was a fun one and two. Yeah.
2: Which you can't say too
3: often.
4: No, not lately. No.
1: Okay. Before before we get any further, Cordials did wear 58 at one point. Chase DeLeo wore it last oh oh but he wears he wears a nice number now yeah he does in fact wear the funny sex number (laughs) 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 well I mean we can just jump right into things and start with uh game one uh they fared a lot better than I think we all expected against Vegas I mean they still lost um they didn't look as great as the numbers showed they were um but i mean for a first game with a new coach um and especially against the defending champs losing you know 4-1 certainly held their own yeah wasn't as bad as it could have been um yeah it was was a little frustrating because they were getting opportunities it was just i mean
0: penalties Penalties will be a be a theme here
1: that yeah. <laughs> and i mean with how good vegas is playing to open the year like i it's going to take probably another contending team to beat them i mean the stars came the closest
0: <laughs> yeah and... jack jack
1: eichel just made that goal that
0: just nobody Bro, you, you can't stop that
2: that was hard to watch against my team but it was so beautiful at the same time and i'm like we're going to see that highlight throughout the entire season and it's just going to suck but we we got eichel for sure um it was pretty. It was definitely pretty. I don't know what the I mean, like you said, there wasn't much you could really do there. You kind of danced through everyone like it was
1: nothing. And yeah,
0: but penalties were the main issue,
1: and they certainly were the issue last yeah. night as well, but we won't jump too far ahead with that because opening night, um arguably was the most fun I've had at a ducks game, I think, in three years at the very least um they had you know, to delay the game like five minutes because they want to turn
0: the lights on because now they're pressing a button before every game yeah and chuck liddell press it <laughs> for the first game
1: they had the cool. the button um they now have the
0: smoke machines every time like smoke
1: ma- smoke machines on the on the glass on the four corners of the glass
2: yeah oh i didn't notice that Oh yeah, it's it it's smoky.
1: (laughs) I mean, I kind of feel like that's a couple years behind. um, Mm -hmm. Certainly, with everybody doing something in arena, that's
2: pretty cool though.
1: But hey, uniforms look fantastic.
2: Ooh, that purple! That purple was making me feel things. It's it's plum. I just say purple to avoid
1: anything. Like
2: I'll just say purple. It's it's a shade of purple. 100 percent
0: it's fun
1: <laughs> but, but we yeah. kicked off opening night uh and got our first win of the season uh and i wouldn't say a dominant game because carolina made it interesting um you know two empty netters at the end of the game certainly help uh, free chicken
0: that i didn't redeem again because i don't <laughs> know how to operate that app
1: <laughs> so what you do lou is the day of that the hat trick happens, you just open the Chick Fil A app and it literally just shows you that it's there. That's all you got to do. It'll say, "Hey, thanks, SoCal fans. Here you go, free reward." Doesn't even say Ducks fans most of the time. I'm pretty sure. Huh. We'll we'll start reminding you. I know Heather does, but I guess oh, I guess oh, we'll we're just... gonna have to to at you and maybe, yeah, maybe drive that, to your yeah. house.
3: Yeah. Come on, old Shit. man.
1: Shit, like, can you complain with I mean five goals on opening night to get the fans chicken, a hat <laughs> trick, a first NHL goal, um, yeah. and beating arguably one of the top contending teams in the league. Um, certainly just kind of was the cherry on top. Um they dominated that first
2: period, man. That was a lot of fun. And then it kind of, you know. Kind of came back down to earth a bit, but it is the hurricanes are a lot better. But
3: that was fun. That on was Sunday. Funny. They were. Yeah.
1: We uh we got a Gudus hip check and uh him almost trying to kill somebody. Um, <laughs> I didn't notice until I was watching the replay of it that he ripped Nason's helmet off. Yeah, and I didn't notice. It looked that like he was starting to swing it, and I think that's why they <laughs> separated them. <laughs> um but it's it's nice i know we we've kind of talked about how the the arc of players you dislike coming to the ducks and suddenly becoming favorites is you know a reoccurring thing at this point but yeah it's so nice having a psychopath on the team it is because you know this i i I can't wait for the toronto game the first toronto game this season because it's just gonna be a mess Mm -hmm. but I don't know it it that game had everything it had goals you know it had a spectacular moment with you know Minchikov getting his first goal on it he's looked so good so far fucking crazy mm-hmm. good play from McTavish to keep it in just that little area pass from Lacombe to get it to oh, him yeah. like I was almost Passed in shock so nice like I, I jumped <laughs> up when he scored not really realizing <laughs> that it was him who scored yeah um, and then it set in, you know, when, when Phil announced it.
2: So, so good. So
0: good. So do, do they give Jackson Lacombe a different puck since that was his first point?
3: Probably. Oh, it would have been funny if they would have split the puck in half and just I gave saw it in half yeah. yeah. and gave
0: Pavel one half and Jackson the other. <laughs> but Jackson Lacombe and Pavel Minshikov look really good so far.
3: Yeah, and they both
2: got their first NHL point there. Like you said, Strom got his 400th point on that play as well. So that was great. Cool. Conan got his first coach win as a coach, head
0: mm-hmm. coach.
1: But out of all of the games last night, was the most important because we obviously got the the long weighted debut of Leo Carlson, and that
3: of wonderful. course,
1: you know. He couldn't write it any better that he gets his first goal in his first game. Um, You know, it would have been great to watch it, but I guess ESPN said, you know, fuck the local people. (laughs) You know, it's still going to be blacked out. But You don't have a VPN to work around? I am not home frequent enough to utilize a VPN. So sometimes you just got to eat it, and it sucks. But I like living vicariously through everyone that was reacting to it too so i like to think that i saw it live because i sat and watched the replay like for 10 minutes straight just because it was such a nice
2: goal man that was a nice night beautiful pass from terry it was oh perfect
1: i like how in the post game too terry said that oh i i I didn't even think i was oh he didn't necessarily say i didn't think i was going to get it through the guy he's like but i was trying my best to get it past the defender as quick as possible so leo got the best opportunity to score and i mean the replay it looks like you know they beat the defenseman pretty handedly and he got the pass (laughs) through pretty handedly so maybe it's just troy being a little bit of a perfectionist but yeah i mean you can't really draw up that play to go any better um yeah, you know, the the fact that his parents were there, yeah, you know, the fact just that it's his first game, Leno's
0: first game too.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: But uh, he 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 didn't really have a good game.
1: But hey, he's
0: he's only uh, he uh, he's eighteen
1: or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> he's a defenseman. You know, it's it's gonna be rough on some of the young kids, um, but you know i really like the approach and we've talked about this you know leading into these games now mattering um it is nice that cronin's kind of just going with that approach of not so much a sink or swim but just like hey i'm gonna put you in this scenario to see what you do i believe he told leo he
0: expects him to be the best player on the ice yeah (laughs) i mean he was the second overall pick so you kind of do expect that so but he looked good I thought
1: but it also comes from a place of he wants he wants them to succeed and do well and putting him in those scenarios to succeed is all you can ask yeah and Mm it leads to a first goal um feels weird to to be happy with two losses you know (laughs) I kind of feel like last year for us, was a big, like, oh, well, we know we're going to lose a lot, so just kind of take it in stride. Like, we're not going to be good. But it's like, this year, we're seeing early already that there's stuff that has has to be worked on. Yeah, the power play.
0: Penalty taking is is a big issue. It it was happening in preseason, and they just haven't cleaned it up.
4: And with Boston
0: coming to town on Sunday, you might want to, you know, not take penalties to them. But that's just me.
1: So staying out of the box has been a big one. You know the power play hasn't been great. Um,
0: I think it'll improve though when they get more guys back into the lineup though, like Alex Kalorn.
1: That's part of it. Yeah, you know, you're missing guys that would be regulars in the lineup. Um, in Lundestrom, you know Henrik was out under the weather. Drysdale's day to day. Kalorn's out for a couple more weeks. Like it's to it's expected that Adam you know, Adam
0: Henrik- I think came back to practice today. So that's good. At
3: least.
1: Yeah. yeah. But you know, I, it was funny. I was looking through my camera roll today and I was thinking about, you know, reading the notes and kind of the stuff I wanted to say in regards to things. And I remember last year we were bitching and moaning about, you know, if we're going to lose, at least field the best possible lines you can you know it was a meme for the longest time of oh Derek Grant's gonna wind up on the the first line at some point but it reminded me I took a screenshot and this was from an episode we filmed on November 8th last year Oh, Um, it was something I had said in the episode and Garrett had commented in the in the twitch chat and you know it kind of made me laugh but at the same time um, you know, it, it kind of shows the the 180 this team has done. And at some point in that episode, I said, rock hard, dick, balls out, do the thing, Dallas. And Garrett put that in the comments and said that in quotes and said, Is it, it's a, as iconic as Notre Dame's play like a champion today sign. And I had to laugh because, you know, obviously we're not shy from being as crass and, just out of pocket as we are on this show. But, you know, it. it it's funny seeing that because we, we sat for months saying, come on, just play McTavish at center, play Zegers on the wing, and have them play with Terry. It's easy. You get to make the decisions. Just do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and now it's like you're running a line of Leo Carlson troy terry and Trevor egress and it's working and it's kind of like well no shit it should be working like they're three amazing talents but it's like the fact that we are got we've gotten to this point where the coach actually trusts these guys to perform and do well and they're succeeding it's like who yeah. who would have thought that this would work if you just Great. so crazy put your good talent together <laughs> but i don't go know watch
0: I, I... go watch felix's video video breakdowning
1: uh Break
0: downing, Is that a word? Breakdown, down. Yeah, breaking, breaking down. down. Break it down.
2: Uh, Leo's
0: first game. At Crash Go follow them. Check I
2: still gotta watch out. it. I still gotta check it out. I will, uh, once we're done here.
0: Like, comment, subscribe. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but yeah, it's... it's.
0: Give Felix a kiss. Oh, yeah.
2: Hey, it's always a good time to kiss the homies. Mm-hmm. can never leave the homies hanging. Yeah. Um, we have feelings too. So um (laughs) but like, you know, like you're saying, just with just how different the ducks are this year. It's just I don't know, like just these three games have just been so entertaining. And I just hope it continues. I know it's early and every team kind of goes through this weird like roller coaster of of play and how they how they perform on a night in and night out type of thing but hopefully it kind of continues and, and continues you know for most of the season if not all of it but um i do like that leo carlson became the third youngest duck in franchise history to make his nhl debut 18 um, years old 18 years and 297 days old i think the other two were mason mctavish and oleg Tverdovsky. that would be the one yes yeah he also
1: leg. is the uh second youngest duck to score in his debut behind yes. mason mctavish so yeah. you know like you said it's still a little early to to exactly be claiming the seasons of success just yet because there are you know many months ahead and you know every team is inevitably going to struggle and you're going to go through hot and cold patches it's just how mm-hmm. sports are um all the Elder
3: just scored well, first... goals are
2: playing for people yeah. that are listening to this on Saturday or Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. <laughs> We're recording Friday night, and the goals are playing. It's their home opener
1: against the, the ring. ring yeah Friday played them, I think three times this season. <laughs> how many times do they how many times do they play each other? <laughs> too <Like> many twenty. <laughs> Wait, seriously you play in yeah the ahl pretty much just plays in division outside of uh like the occasional trip out to like the other division
2: yeah but and it'll get, be like the central area where like the goals are being iowa for like a random weekend
0: <laughs> that would suck after yeah, so there's they... been your weekend in fucking iowa <laughs>
2: jesus christ
0: i mean shout out to the residents of iowa but fuck (laughs) that would suck
1: (laughs) sorry if this finds you this way this is this is lou this is our friend he hates a lot of things
2: (laughs) (laughs) i mean don't you agree i mean maybe i've never been to iowa so maybe there's some hidden everything that i've seen
0: from the internet about iowa does not look appealing at all (laughs) A bunch of cornfields and shit i like corn oh that's great oh <laughs> well, you might enjoy it i don't i don't know what to tell you
4: okay
2: savannah in the chat said that she has never screamed so loud in her life at the ducks home opener imagine
0: spending a weekend in fucking bakersfield jesus <laughs> I thought we moved on
1: i sometimes lose just gotta gotta grind yeah. the axe a little bit more i want to know
2: what's i want to know what savannah was drinking that she almost that almost went flying hopefully it wasn't too expensive but it is at a sporting event so i'm sure it's pretty expensive.
1: hey one
0: time i was at a game and they 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 played ymca and i was doing the ymca with the drink and when i went to do the y i spelt my drink on my mom she wasn't she wasn't too happy about that
2: oh my god i just pictured you doing the ymca thing and it's just great i was like
0: why Whoa, shit (laughs)
2: You oh, have man. to
1: say um, it was a little funny Um at the end of the game, the home opener uh, the gentleman I was sitting next to stood up and yelled as loud as he could that it was over for everyone. When Leo Carlson came back, <laughs> and part of me was was like, this is game two, man. Let's take a breath. But, yeah, you know, after last night, hey, maybe maybe he's got a point. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: I'm excited. Let's keep the Carlson, Zegras, Terry thing going, and let's just have some fun. Let's live in the moment. I don't care what could happen in game 70. We're working on, what, game four tomorrow against the Coyotes? Like, let's just live in the moment. We're having fun right now, and that's all that matters.
0: Well, please stay out of the penalty box. Please. Please, please.
4: bro. Please, bro. <laughs> please,
2: bro. So, yeah, the first three games, um, lost to Vegas four one what did we say five
1: two yeah we didn't give them much credit all of us oh by the way i was i was
0: right i told you the ducks always win their home opener and they did oh yeah oh yeah
2: that was another thing yeah that's their eight so i'm tooting my
0: own horn here
2: (laughs) consecutive home opener win i think 2015
0: 2014 2015 was like the last time they lost their
1: home opener It was uh, 15 16. Oh, 15 16. Yeah. yeah. I saw people talking about it on the timeline, so I remember it.
2: Yeah. So a 4 a 1 loss to the Knights in Vegas. Home opener, they beat the Kings 6 3. And then the Stars game, they lose um, 3 2.
1: It's hard think... to say last night's was bad outside of the penalties. It's like, yeah, you, it was good. Give they... up a power play goal and then the weird redirect own goal thing. Like,
2: Oh, the Pavelski goal!
1: Like you, you it was, it was with a, a Cam Fowler
2: goal, but yeah, it was weird. It was I mean, The game was the, stars. the game was definitely there. Like for the Stars to be as good as they are and where they were last year and where they're expected to go this year, I thought the Ducks played really well. They they looked really good, and I hope they carry that into tomorrow. Damn, um, still
0: revenge game.
2: I didn't even know he was on the Stars. Until... I totally forgot until he literally had the puck, like, and they said his name. I'm like, oh yeah, that's right, Sam Steele. He did the he did the whole Minnesota. You know, he was with the Wild, and he went to Dallas, just like the the North Stars. Gonna get his he, sixth he, he goal the year Star. with
0: Dallas, probably. Or he he got more than six goals last yeah, year. Yeah, he
2: broke it. I think with Minnesota, I think he got what nine. <laughs> Something I I like that. that. But yeah, um. I think we had them lose. Well, I had them losing to the Canes in overtime, so they definitely shocked me there with that game. But
1: I mean, you almost got it.
2: <laughs> yeah, almost. <laughs> I kind of want to go back to this button thing for the home opener. I ca- like I didn't really pay attention because I saw like Chuck Liddell pushing it, but I didn't put two and two together. I'm like, okay, he's pushing a button, just like. Is that what is that like a thing that's going to be for every home game now? Yeah, so
0: they did it last night, but they didn't okay. have like they didn't have the lights,
2: like, okay. like dim like they did Sunday, because <laughs>
0: okay. I guess they didn't want a, another repeat of that. Yeah, but yeah, that's a new thing. Wildwing kinda... pressed it because it was his birthday.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, it's true.
0: That's kind of cool. I mean, birthday, Wild I'm glad nobody ate you. <laughs> yeah.
2: We can give him one day where he's not being hunted, but um, I kind of like it. I mean, a, a button, it's different. Uh, I know the Sabres um started something this year. They have a drum. Um, hurricanes have like a siren. I know the Knights have a siren. It's kind of cool. That, that stuff's kind of cool. Gets the fans involved a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Can get some cool like local celebrity or something or just a random celebrity from maybe like a I don't know. Whatever. Is to Chuck Liddell
0: put... from here?
1: I couldn't. I couldn't tell you. I want to say Huntington Beach, but his appearance did feel a little random, though. It's like, oh, <laughs> I was like why cool. is he?
0: Why is he there? Yeah,
1: yeah may- I maybe to... it's maybe it's a sign. Yeah, you know, they brought in the Iceman. Is uh, the Iceman oh, gonna return oh, for the 30th anniversary? Oh. Plot twist chuck liddell is the ice man he's that's his new job in canon he still lives underneath the ice at honda center so i mean (laughs) balls in your court media department yep here we go (laughs) this is where you get all your good ideas from our twitch
0: stream (laughs) i never actually put that together that that makes
1: sense see we're on to something here
2: well, for people that are watching this, if you're watching it live or you're watching it later, Jake is wearing. You got one of our uh, our shirts on there, yeah.
1: Yeah, um, I think it's printed a little off center. Oh, so, is, oh,
2: that's what you're talking about. Yeah.
1: So I have a little collector's item, I guess, of a <laughs> misprint. Um, but it's nice and comfy. It's the it looks, seal. it looks cream. Yeah. It looks, it looks nice. Looks like it's cream. It's gray. <laughs> just just the lighting in my. Settle down, Lou. <laughs> We're not at that part of the episode yet. I got the I got
2: the the hat. Yep. Lou's got the hat. I still gotta get my uh can't see
1: I want I want to get my hoodie soon. Well before we move on and uh let Lou talk about cream. Um with Carlson's goal last night, it officially makes uh the top three picks in this last year's draft. Uh all have their first NHL points in some capacity. Yeah, you know, Bedard has a goal and an assist. Fantelier still thinks that just one assist and then Carlson with his excuse me yep. with his goal last night. First of the three to debut with a goal. So you know I guess Chicago yeah. and Columbus are punching the air a little bit, but <laughs>
2: <laughs> Yeah you missed out. You missed out. But, yeah, this was the first time that all three picks got a point in their very first game,
3: like, since 2000? 2000... No, 2009? I don't know. I sent you a
2: the tweet. I can't d- find it. What I was, was the say, question, you're sir? As-
1: you're asking the two of us? That's What was the question, sir?
2: Um, the, this was the first time that the first three picks of the draft scored a point recorded their first NHL point in their first game since like 2009 or
0: something. Uh, I couldn't tell you, but our draft pick scored in his very first game, so second Columbus in Chicago. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I like how I had to repeat the thing just for you not to
1: know what I was talking
2: about anyway. <laughs>
1: <No>. <laughs> so going into the weekend, my um, clue like mentioned, uh, Adam Henrique, should be back this weekend. Hopefully Jamie Drysdale is as well. Um, he's just listed as day-to-day. Um, they haven't really said much outside of just lower body. Um, so probably just a little banged up from the first two games. Um, I mean, he looked really good Sunday. Yeah. He yeah. looked really good in he the did. home opener. Mm-hmm. Um, it also helps that he's. We talked about it last episode. You know, he he's a little bit stockier. He's a little bit bigger going into camp, and you can, know well, going into the season now, um, you know, you it's noticeable. Um, he's not getting bullied out there anymore, which is definitely a good thing. Um, because I think that was one of the things that's always kind of been lacking from his game. Just hard to say because he's still so, so young, Um, but you know, that was always the thing that was pointed out was the offense and, you know, his, his puck battles were always kind of the thing that he excelled at, but everything in front of the net was just, it always felt like he was just getting out manned out, muscled out there. And again, he's young, still growing. So it's to be expected, but yeah, you know, hopefully, you know, it's nothing that keeps him out too much longer um we do play against arizona on saturday so if you're listening to this on saturday it is today um One and then start man right back home against the bruins on sunday which it's yeah, either it going to be, be very great or could be like last year's game when boston came to town yeah but we won't know
2: <laughs> it's hopefully, weird for them to hopefully have... they keep the vibes up yeah. And it's it's weird for them to have back to back weekends where they play both days of the weekend. Back, like, that's just weird. Um, but the Bruins also play on Saturday against the Kings. So both teams will be tired. So it might be kind of sloppy.
0: Hopefully the but Kings take them to a a 20 round shootout. Yeah. That'd that's, be nice. Yeah. Well, shout out them because they, they tired out the Kings on Saturday, last Saturday night. Yeah. Because I think that game. Wait like 10 rounds.
2: I think so. Yeah. But I was right. It was two thousand nine, by the way, about the whole draft thing. I, I found the tweet. It was two thousand nine. Also, okay. I wanna th- I wanna throw out another stat out there that I'm ninety-nine point nine percent sure for it, that it's still true. And it has everything to do with the stars game last night. Tyler Sagan did not score, and I believe he still has one team. I don't well, okay, maybe it's not one team. But he has never scored a goal against the Anaheim Ducks.
1: Yeah, that was still true as a okay. last year. They yep. they had said it was just the Ducks. Sick.
2: So yeah, hey, he has uh, never scored against. Hey, Arena us. went
0: to let him in the arena the other night.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, that was that was actually pretty funny. <laughs> he had to show a picture of himself and like smile the same way. That was that was actually good. But yeah, so he's never scored in his career against the Ducks. So that's that's still going. We're still trucking along there. And to flip flop it and kind of make things sad, Jake Ottinger has never lost to the Ducks,
1: so there's that. Hey, they've but, been good, we've been bad. That that's that streak yeah. will be broken eventually. Yeah,
0: yeah. He has he has 14 assists, but no goals.
1: <laughs> Loser. <laughs> you should hang him up. Before we move on, we do have to touch on uh, one thing that the Ducks are also doing this season at home is uh, the players get to pick their own goal songs now. So Brohim will play and then Tyler told us that there's a list coming of every player soon. Um, I know Olivia was uh, kind of piecing together a list last weekend after the home opener of like the ones that we saw on the on the board so far, um, because they're putting up a QR code with, I think, like, four a game. Um, some interesting choices. Um, yeah, know, yeah, always kind of feel like we, uh, we see a little bit about the player and, like, the music they listen to. Um, I had the stroke stuck in my head for, like, two days after the home <laughs> opener just. You know, obviously, because of a Toronto getting the hat trick. Yeah. Um, I do find it funny that, uh, you know, like, you have, like, some classic rock in there. Sam Carrick picked Kid Rock. Aye, aye. Um, yeah, Leo, Trip Too Hard. Never heard of that song in my <laughs> life. It'll, it'll be interesting to see the rest of them uh, if we do get an official list. But I like yeah. it. It's a nice little touch. Yeah,
2: it's cool. Yeah. Um, I like that more teams are starting to do that. So it's always nice to give the players just kind of whoever, a little more
0: whoever has a Drake song needs to be traded ASAP.
2: Waiting for the, the Taylor Swift song to come. You're lucky that you're lucky that we don't have Jeff Skinner because Jeff Skinner always has like the craziest songs that you just wouldn't think a hockey player would use. Like right now, Skinner's using um something from high school musical. <laughs> I'm good for him. Yeah. So He's having fun.
1: i just got to keep the vibes high. And, you know, it seems like the Ducks are having fun again. Uh, You know, I I feel like every time we get an interview talking about the games and stuff or like a practice where they're talking about like what's going on on the ice, there's just more like actually being said instead of your typical buzzwords. Mm -hmm. And it just feels like every time like they don't there's like always one comment in the videos they post that always just feels like it's a little backhanded of like yeah we didn't used to do this and we probably should yeah. have been and it's always just oh, shit
2: yeah just a little little jabs every once in a while that you can kind of catch but definitely seems like it's a better better atmosphere
0: did brian hayward finally figure out how to say pavel minchikov's last name right
1: no, it's Allers. I can't say it. Oh, it's
2: John El- is, it, is it John Allers? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he says Mintyukov, right? Yeah. Something like that. Mintyukov. Yeah, because he kept saying it. And I'm like, is that is that how you say it? I think it's Mintyukov. <clears throat> I don't know. He was Connor, me Connor's up. Connor's told me like twenty
0: times, and I still don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah, not he a was smart man. Me up.
2: I was like stuck on that all all game. I'm like, is uh, Mintyukov? Why? It just it just sounds weird. But hey, who knows? I have a hot take. He's gonna be he's gonna be in the top three of Calder
0: voting this year. I think he's gonna have a great
3: year. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't think that's much of a hot take for us, but you know, if you're any of the NHL media I mean it is kind of a hot take. A
0: little bit. It's it's lukewarm. Lukewarm,
2: yeah. Yeah. It's lukewarm. Yeah. Okay.
1: (laughs) Anything you guys would like to add? I mean, should we do predictions for the, uh, the weekend games?
0: Just please stop taking penalties.
3: Let's keep the vibes rolling. Yeah, that's all
2: I. That's all I want to add. Keep the vibes rolling.
0: Greg Cronin said he wants retribution from
2: oh, all of the Coyotes from the, preseason game. Yeah.
0: yeah, preseason games. I think he said. Or no. something
3: like that.
0: I don't know. But, yeah. Are you going uh, to that
3: game tomorrow? No, I got to work. Oh, boo. I work
2: until 2. Uh, so, I'm going to miss, like, a good chunk of the game. And, like, a standard ticket. I looked on Ticketmaster today. are like, $125 for a ticket.
1: It's, uh, well, cause it's their home opener, isn't it?
2: It is, yeah. They're giving away, like, a trucker hat that has, like, a mullet on it.
1: Nice. They
0: give away cool stuff, don't they?
2: Yeah, they usually do. Coyotes are doing pretty good so far. Logan Cooley's playing pretty well. Yeah. He's got points in all four games so far. I think he scored against the Ducks in the preseason. Mm
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. We'll see what happens tomorrow.
0: Prediction time?
1: Yep. Let's get into predictions for the weekend. I say tomorrow is going to be a penalty filled mess. Uh, (laughs) I'm going to say final score is five, four ducks.
2: Five, four ducks. Regulation? Yeah. Okay. I said I was smelling overtime for the game uh, against the Stars, and it just didn't happen. But it was close. It was close. I thought we were going to tie it there at the end. But I think that. That same feeling carries over, and I say we go to our
3: first OT game. I say we – I don't know. I'll say we lose 4-3 in OT.
2: I think Cooley will get the winner in OT and make us all sad. I'll say
0: they'll win 4-3 in overtime.
1: Okay, Boston on Sunday. Um, I'll go five like three
0: Boston.
3: Five three Boston.
0: That's,
1: yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I was gonna say. I feel like this is gonna be like the one game where they slip a little bit and they're probably gonna be chasing. But
0: I think they they keep it close. But Boston gets a couple empty netters just to make it five three. Okay,
2: I'm gonna say we win four two. Well, good for you having confidence. That's great. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
2: yeah i feel like i feel like <clears throat> we shock some people take care of business I
1: feel mm-hmm. like it's gonna be the story of the weekend yeah since no one wants to talk about us apparently apparently not jeez
2: leo yeah. carlson doing things and just american I...
1: alia freeman didn't talk about <laughs> leo
0: carlson at all today
1: but we got 20 minutes of a fucking ad in the questions of 32 thoughts. That was,
2: I do think it's weird. Quite the how choice, much, yeah. I, I, I do think it's weird how much the media, as well, like throughout the league, not just the NHL, but just any media people are talking. I mean, I get the Badara talk, obviously, that's going to happen. Um, he's the number one pick, he's going to be this superstar, but to completely skip over the number two pick consistently when you're talking about like, like they always talk about Fantilli, which is fine. I think he should be talked about as well, but to completely skip over Leo Carlson when he was picked at number two is just so odd to me. Like, I don't know if everyone was just anticipating him not being in the NHL this year and they were just rolling with, okay, well, Bedard and Fantilli are locks to be in the the, the league the, the whole season I don't know if that's part of it or I don't know what, what's going on. I I mean, obviously you can say, Oh, it's the Anaheim market, but how do you, how do you make an excuse for Columbus? Columbus is probably the same, same.
4: Columbus
0: is Columbus, man.
2: It's like the same kind of market as Anaheim. If not, I mean, not even if it might be worse, it's probably smaller just because Anaheim is considered in the LA market. It's in the LA TV market. So it's, it's probably considered smaller, a smaller hockey market than Anaheim. So it's just it's weird, and then the whole article that was shared with us today by our uh, our good friend here, <laughs> one of our writers, um, from Yahoo Sports, and the guy is talking about Fantilli and saying that he's American <laughs> when the dude is Canadian. Um, to
0: be fair, I always thought he was American until
2: like the draft. Oh, really? And,
0: yeah. I thought he was American, too. It's but...
2: just like, I don't know. Like, how do you go through that whole process of writing that article about this? By well, now, and... you should know he's Canadian, though. It's just an odd, such a weird article, especially from, like, a, a hockey writer from Canada. Like, you just expect them to kind of know what, what what they're talking about.
0: <laughs> Long story short, put some respect on the
2: Ducks' name, please. And Thank Leo. You. Yeah, and start respecting Leo Carlson. My goodness, it's ridiculous. We even have to ask for
1: that. Yeah, we're done asking.
2: We're so done (laughs) asking.
1: (laughs) What ad do you want to do this week, Lou? Do you want to keep with uh, doing shift, or you want Uh, to do a seven one four?
0: I don't have the seven one four, but I'll 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 do it off the cuff. Uh, That same Sunday. Against the Bruins. Nice matchup. 714.com. So get your tickets for that game. Promo <laughs> code LAP.
3: Promo um, code LAP.
0: You want to go see the Kings? I guess. Promo code LAP for that.
2: Yeah, use our code for the Kings. Um, you can do that.
1: <laughs> um, Some of my coworkers have Brian yeah. has.
2: And hey, if you're listening to this and you happen to be a Boston Bruins fan and you live in uh, the LA area and you want to see the Bruins in LA and Anaheim, 714 tickets four, to both. 714 promo
0: tickets to 10% Save off. 10% off. Yeah.
2: <laughs> you know what? Um, 714 has no service fees. So that should get you none. None at all. Zero.
0: They don't rob you like Ticketmaster. <laughs> <laughs> They don't freaking stick you up and say, give me your money. (laughs) They're nice people there.
2: Yeah, 714 is great. Um, There were a lot of Bruins fans in San Jose last night. So, you know. There's going to
0: be a lot of Bruins fans in Anaheim. Yep. Always is. I'm
2: interested to see, you know, the turnout of Bruins fans in L.A. tomorrow as well. It's going to be a lot. There's a lot of Bruins fans, but. What can you do, man?
0: Do a lot of opposing fans go to L.A. too,
1: like they do? Um,
2: usually, depends like if, on the team. Yeah, like original six teams for sure. Um, I've noticed a lot of a lot of fans that kind of flock the Sharks games. Um, also, show up in pretty decent numbers in Anaheim and L.A. Uh, Boston, Boston is definitely one of them. Yes, uh, I've noticed Philly is another. The Rangers, um, Rangers, pretty much everyone one. who has a big market.
0: The original, Yeah,
2: there's like the original six and then plus maybe like another four that kind of have like really good turnouts for uh traveling fans and stuff. But but if you're a ducks fan
0: and you want to go to the game seven one four tickets <laughs> <laughs>
2: Roll code lap.
1: You wanna do shift, Chris?
2: Yes. So Cream. <laughs> we have a nice little partnership here with um our good friends at shifthockey.com. Um cheaper hockey sticks, they got gloves, um, and they have hoodies and, and shirts and stuff like that. They have a lot of great stuff. Um Shifthockey.com, if you use our code LAP10, Lap Ten, L A P in all caps, L A P ten, get you ten percent off. Um their hockey sticks are very, very good quality. Uh, I see some people. I've actually on Instagram, if you follow Shift Hockey, they'll share some uh, some stories of uh, like college hockey players using their sticks and like different uh, players in like different leagues and stuff. And I'm starting to see more and more of that. So it's nice to see Shift Hockey sticks kind of, you know, getting a little bit more recognition. So if you're looking for a new stick um, and you don't want to spend four hundred dollars for it go check out shift hockey.com use our promo code to save even a little bit more money. I mean, I think their sticks are starting at like, what was it? Uh, is it 200? Right around there. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's 200. Then you can, you know, get 10% off with our code and it's definitely a lot cheaper than like the normal CCM, all that stuff. So you um, can
0: get yourself a cream hoodie.
2: Yep. Lou loves his cream hoodie there. Go check it out. Get the, get the Lou special. Um, they got all of their stuff is like black, white, and cream. It's very nice. Very clean. Oh, looking. yeah, it's nice. <laughs>
4: very nice.
2: But uh <laughs> creamy. Go check out their website and just kind of get lost in it a little bit. See what you like. Add some stuff to your cart. Lap 10. Get to 10% off. Go check them out.
1: And finally, um, even though they didn't carry the Ducks game last night, um, having NHL power play with ESPN Plus has been amazing. Because um, while it does annoy me that I can't watch my own team, it is nice being able to watch some of the Eastern Conference games when I'm at work still. Because um, yeah. it makes the day go by a little bit faster. Um, but you can go to insidetherink.com uh, slash ESPN. Uh, signing up for ESPN if you don't have it. Yeah. Um, not only helps us but helps the network um yeah we're still growing over at itr um i know the content is back up and in the full swing of things with the season um so you know even if you aren't a fan of the ducks like we are um and you are stumbling upon this as you know a fellow listener of itr um yeah it helps everybody yeah um Pretty much, you know, almost all the teams are covered in some capacity for writers. I know there's a few missing. Um, but there's I think like what, 10, 10, 11 of us podcasts, all kind of covering different, different teams. Yeah. Um, so signing up definitely helps all of us. Um, you know, it is a group effort to keep everything up and running, which we've been very thankful for the mm-hmm. time we've had with ITR. Um, and it just kind of helps us keep going. Um so again, if you haven't signed up already uh, inside the rink.com slash ESPN gets you uh ESPN plus.
3: Yeah.
2: And you know, Oh, you can also go check out um, the website inside the rink.com and see if you can maybe find some other podcasts that you're interested in, uh, interested in. If you're uh, maybe a fan of a couple teams or you're a ducks fan, you're listening to us and um, you just like hockey podcasts and want to check them out. We got, a good rangers podcast the ranting rangers over there we got the late uh the leafs late night um they're they're uh, um they're a great show to listen to we got uh <clears throat> who else we got i can't think right now Got yeah, ranting uh, rangers we got the
1: blue jackets pod vendors
2: objectively yep, cb objectively podcast
1: there's They're too really many good. to name there's there's yeah. a lot
2: go go check them all out go check out our shop um and a you can plethora a podcast. yeah you can go shop all of our stuff get some t-shirts and uh help support not only our show but everyone else and yeah it's just a it's a great bunch of people and uh you should go check them out for sure
0: and we have so merch. we have merch <laughs> and
1: uh we may be uh, maybe get jersey soon yeah, Jake thing.
2: Jake uh giving us a little snippet of things to come earlier today. Got me all excited. <laughs> oh, he was all hot and bothered earlier. Oh
1: yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess we Your can't beat Friday. her on we can't beat her on the bush. Um, you know, I'm pretty sure we've been talking about Jersey since like the second episode. <laughs> um, on top of like the 17 other things, we're like, oh, this would be really cool for, for Lap merch. Yeah um a company that does my beer league jerseys uh jfx uh, they do an incredible job um we'd have to work it out a little bit on the logistics side of things because it kind of feel like if we were to do it i would want to go the i wouldn't say the most expensive route just because we can um but i mean their their quality on their stitching and stuff like i've been playing in our set of jerseys for three years now with all three of our jerseys Mm -hmm. and i mean they still hold up to all the abuse (laughs) and all the flopping i do as a goalie (laughs) um i have i've never had a rip a tear um none of the fabric has frayed and again this is we've had our our white uniforms for a good four years now and I mean, it's a little discolored, but that jersey still kicking, still <laughs> holding up. So you know, I believe in their quality. Um, we'd have to do a minimum order of 10. Um, so this isn't something we're looking to do at this very second. Mm-hmm. But if it comes down to it, you know, people are down for a jersey. Um, pretty much would be our Mighty Seal logo on a Mighty Ducks jersey just colored differently yeah um you know i didn't talk to the guy much from jfx but i mean their catalog of stuff that they've done just they can pretty much do anything um i know there's a team that they've made like 16 uniforms for that has done like every like retro concept for the ducks and kings possible (laughs) with like their mascot and their their team logo so something to maybe look out for in the future here you know we we obviously don't want to just bombard everybody with hey go buy this hey go buy that yeah yeah. you know that's not what this podcast is about you know we do believe in our merch and stuff not to say that we're just throwing it out there for no reason but Mm -hmm. you know it's just something that we've always talked about doing with this show and the fact that we still get to do this week in and week out it was just awesome so mm-hmm. you know i don't know it's Yeah. little piece a little piece of, uh, of merch that's sentimental to us and jerseys were the big thing so if it yeah. does get off the ground one day yeah it'd maybe be sick.
2: yeah and you know when we have like a when you when you get like a mock up made or whatever we can, we can maybe share it and see if people are interested and, and i can even there.
1: get i can have uh some of my teammates do mock-ups and stuff for our team, so I can mm-hmm. uh, totally have them do it for us ahead of time uh, yeah. just so we don't have to go through with the process of making an order for stuff right away. Yeah. But I'm totally down for that because, like I yeah. said, we, we've Get been talking feelings. about it since since episode two about <laughs> yeah, lap jerseys existing. So. Yeah. It's going to happen at some point, but very excited. Very excited. Cannot wait. It's not going to be like next Tuesday or anything.
0: <laughs> Tomorrow. Promo code lap. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, we'll, we'll finish off here with uh, just some things, some notable, notable things that have happened around the league. Um, Really hasn't been much because we are still only a weekend. Um, notably you know, the the talk so far we have already hearing uh, rumblings of a trade uh the Canucks are trying to move on from Connor Garland uh yep. but he kind of makes too much money and it really doesn't make sense for a lot of teams so kind of yeah. the word on the street is there's going to be a third team involved in some capacity mm-hmm. you know team maybe like the Sharks the Preds maybe I would a love team him like on the Ducks but
0: I don't want to give up too much for him
2: yeah he didn't It didn't make any sense for the Canucks to even sign him for that much money. Like when he wanted, when he got out of nothing the Canucks do
0: makes sense.
2: Yeah, what for for some reason when he left the the Coyotes because he played really well for the Coyotes, and this is not a knock on him personally or Matt Bolesky, but he just reminded me a lot of Matt Bolesky. Like when he left the Ducks, Bolesky wanted a lot more money, Ducks weren't going to give it to him, so he moved on, and it he just kind of fizzled and. I feel like Garland is going through the same thing, at least with the Canucks. I'm not sure if he gets moved, if that, if anything changes. But I don't know. He was good with the Coyotes, and I just feel like it was just the right fit. And I don't know how he's how he's going to. Did someone it. call him a little Munchkin?
1: Nathan I McKinnon threw a helmet at him. Yeah, I remember one it. time. <laughs> <laughs> I yes, think someone
2: so... did. I think someone did call him that. I don't know if it was a Munchkin, but
0: you, you remember that though. Like yeah a few yeah season to
2: yeah someone did call him or like a or angry
0: little elf or something
2: or like a little yeah like a little is
0: either a munchkin or an <laughs> elf
1: yeah gnome i don't know might have been a gnome uh, yeah. the, the thing that's the weirdest about it is like the teams that are like reportedly in on them are teams that are kind of like on the outside looking in a little bit like the caps were a big one that's been mentioned a lot the blue jackets i think
0: i think they backed out though
3: nashville
1: (laughs) but i don't know it's just seeing some of the names you're like huh that doesn't make sense yeah but You know, like all hockey trades, you know, sometimes it's the people you least expect. You know, I'd feel like getting him out of Vancouver, he would probably be a little bit better. But saying he kind of has the Matt Bolesky syndrome is definitely a uh, (laughs) a, a good analogy there because... He's a great player, and like Lou said, I'd I'd take him on the ducks because I think he instantly becomes one of your better third line players. Mm-hmm. Um, I just
0: I just don't want to give up too much
4: for him.
1: Well, when he's making five million dollars yeah. for another three years, it's a little hard, especially considering <laughs> yeah. that you know we're gonna have some relief when Sulferberg and Henrique come off the books at mm-hmm. the end of the year, and it's just like filling that void with another <sighs> just
0: Racy McTavish needs a new contract. Mm -hmm. Leo's going to need a new contract. Mm. Everyone needs a new contract.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And I mean, the Canucks asking for a bigger
0: fish. The
1: Canucks asking for defensive help certainly also kind of puts it in a weird spot because, you know, are they going to take Ilya Labushkin off our hands or are they going to want someone a little... A little better, and that's kind of where I draw the line of like, yeah, if it's hey, we want one of the kids, it's it's a no, yeah. Not to Definitely. say you know Connor Garland's going to command, uh, you know, <laughs> he showed a very blue chip prospect from yeah. us, but I don't know. It's just speaking of
2: speaking of Labouche, though, though, what do you guys think of him so far?
1: It's been serviceable. Good last night.
2: I yeah, I thought he was yeah, he looked pretty good against the Stars. I actually think he's looked better than I anticipated, at least for now. Uh, Let's we'll see how it goes.
0: The first two games, and nothing to write home about, but last night, yeah. he, he was one of the better players, I thought.
3: Pretty
1: decent. Pretty decent. Yeah. It's taking my eyes a while to adjust to 46 on the ice, being like yeah. a foot taller than Zegris, because my weird. mind still connects 46 to him. And
0: then Tristan, Tristan. How do you say it? Tristan? It's not Tristan. I know that. I think it's Tristan. It's Tristan.
2: It's not Tristan. No, because
0: he's he's one of them French Canadian people, folks.
2: Sorry, I don't know why that made me laugh so hard. He's he's one of them. He's one of them. Yeah, the, L- that, L- shout out to Lano, shout out to Quebec.
1: Leno wearing sixty seven is yeah, is a little disorienting at times. He he broke Christ. right over there, bud.
4: He's one of
2: them. He's one of those French Canadians. He's, he's, jesus one of the I,
1: I didn't mean nothing oh. by it.
2: No, I know. I know. I know. Am I, I
1: gonna
0: know. have to write a notes apology later?
1: You might have to, <laughs> yeah. Lou.
0: I state my regret. Uh, <laughs>
1: you're good. You're good. I wanted quickly to <laughs> to give some props to Patrick Line. Um hope he's doing okay because uh hit at the end of the Calgary, uh, Columbus yeah, game tonight was unnecessary. Yeah, that hit.
2: was so stupid. It was dumb. Rasmus Anderson,
1: but Patrick laine announced that he's Rasmus going to be donating a. uh a thousand dollars towards uh, mental health awareness for every point he scores this year. So goals and assists. So we yeah. can just hope that uh, yeah, you know, Line maybe has a career year. You know he. I always kind of feel like he's had like a weird reputation with the NHL. There's like people that randomly don't like him. Yeah. Um. But you know, anytime a player kind of stands up for what they believe in, um, especially a guy that's gone through like the concussion issues he has and some of the, you know, unfair treatment he's gotten in the media of being, you know, called lazy and yeah, you know, a selfish player. Like it's cool to to see him do this. So you know, shout out you know, Patrick Laine for good
0: Patrick. Yeah. taking
1: some initiative um I feel like we're seeing a lot of that with players this year I, you know i, I know with, with some of the and you know, the stuff going around with the like the the pride tape being a, a big issue and the the specialty jerseys and all that it's yeah. it's certainly been a year where the players are kind of like no i'm gonna do what i i feel and yeah what i believe is right and you know, I, yeah I, i'd like to say that you know we're doing good and making some progress of just the nhl not getting in its own way and not punishing its players um yeah. you know obviously no one's gone out and worn the pride tape just yet uh to see if the league's gonna find them or not but I don't know. I feel like guys kind of have the power again to be a little, a little outspoken, and it's cool. Yeah, you know, it's
2: nice to see for sure.
1: We need those voices out there in hockey, and the the NHL constantly, you know, putting everybody under a microscope and be like, oh, you can't say this, you can't do that. Like,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and as know. as fans and like all that stuff, we can only do so much. You know, with our voices, you can only do so much on social media and everything. The league is going to ignore most of it unless it gets. You know, picked up by a lot of different outlets or whatever. But when the players do it, it just it it's nice to see because obviously it means a lot more, and uh, it's kind of nice. You know, I, I really specifically with Patrick Line, I really like what he's doing. I like how more players are kind of being more open about mental health and and all that stuff and wanting to put money towards you know helping people out and because you know we all go through we all go through stuff and it's, it's kind of nice, you know, growing up, you're not really, you're not really taught about different mental health stuff like uh, anxiety and just different things. You're not really as a guy too, like as a man, you're, you're never like growing up. You're, you're told not to show this stuff. You're not supposed to show these types of emotions. You're not supposed to feel this. You're not supposed to feel that. So it's kind of nice that as you know, we're getting older. I just feel like everyone's kind of getting better with that stuff and being more open and saying, Hey man, it's okay to, you know, have feelings. You're, you're a person, you're all, you know, you, you can feel this way and people are there to help you. And it's, you're
1: it's, not just a robot playing hockey. Yeah. You know, yeah. You are a person with a, a, with a conscience. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's, mm-hmm.
2: it's, it's, it's nice to see, you know, professional athletes and even just anyone, anyone famous, kind of standing up for that kind of thing. So it's really cool to yeah. see. I, lo- I love Patrick Liney for that.
1: Well, I did mention that the NHL hasn't entirely gotten in its way, um, but it is floating an idea out there that I kind of feels the the wrong the wrong play. Um, they're talking about doing away with team representation at the draft, kind of mm-hmm. doing it in the the style of the NFL or the. Uh, the NBA Um, I know the the guys on the Steve Dangle podcast this week made a really good point of it being kind of a bad idea in the sense that the NHL is not it's not a spectacle like it should be yeah it gets the attention it gets at the end of the season for like the month that leads up to the draft after the cup's awarded you know you start seeing who your top 10 guys are going to be in the hype packages you know the guys on nhl network do their best to talk about the you know the players going in the draft and then the draft kind of happens and then it's about it um yeah (laughs) you know a lot of it is people are talking about how well it's just not there's not as much drama as there used to be you know, you're not seeing giant trades go down on the floor yeah
0: and it's like, that's a big i'm for i'm for this because it's, you're gonna get more trades i think and and you, you we're not gonna get each represent rep from each team thinking the host city thinking the owner thinking the team thinking <laughs> thinking their great grandpa uh you're not gonna get that anymore and i'm, and I'm all for that
1: I mean, I can see that perspective, but I also think it takes away because it's just like, yeah, yeah the the whole the whole thing is just the team. Like the team representation is not going to be there. So you know, everybody in attendance is going to either be the players attending the draft, fans, you know, whomever, media members uh, who decide to to show up. But like my whole issue with is there there is kind of a personal feeling to it where you know they they get to meet. The general manager and yeah you know especially like in the case of this last year you know Carlson did interviews with the Ducks probably did interviews with all the teams you know that were within that like top 10 top 5 range so yeah you've met those guys already but I don't know I, I feel like it takes away from the moment because so it's just like okay so you're gonna walk up there you're gonna shake Gary Bettman's hand he's gonna hand <laughs> you the jersey and that's gonna be it like I don't know. I feel yeah. like, yeah, it's annoying that every team gets up there and has a speech prepared thanking the host city. And yeah. I don't
0: know. I'm, I'm kind of for this. It just speeds everything
1: up. I, long, I like being sped up. As long as you can make it <laughs> more about the players, if you are going to take away the teams, if yeah. you can make it something to watch instead of just, okay, I'm going to watch day one. For the three you know four hours it's on and then the rest of the draft i'm just not going to keep up with like i don't know Mm -hmm. if you're if you're going to take away that aspect to it replace it with something that's going to keep people engaged and watching yeah because it just feels like you're going to take out an element of it that's going to make it even less i don't even say worthwhile but like it's gonna i feel like you're just gonna at that point just don't air the draft yeah. If we're gonna take away the team, just post the results
2: of who went and then be done with it. <laughs> Live tweet. I do I do like the idea of them wanting to do the uh uh draft next year at the Vegas sphere though. <laughs> that'd be kind of cool. Just yeah. seeing like the inside of it. Like just team on Vegas. the dome. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. I'm not gonna Isn't that
0: where the draft is gonna be next year?
2: That's well, that's where in they, Vegas. That's where they're thinking. That's where they want it. I don't know if it's actually gonna be there. They still don't have, like, an actual venue to have it yet.
0: That'd be sick if they had it at Paradise Pier, like, in the water at California Adventure. (laughs) That'd (laughs) That'd be be sick, dude.
2: That'd be different, yeah. With the Ferris
0: wheel in the background and stuff.
1: Just (laughs) in the middle of the Incredicoaster. You could, like, do the World of Color.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You probably have to do that at nighttime. The GM announced their pick while on the Uncredit coaster.
1: <laughs> Mickey Mouse in the background shooting uh, sparklers out of his wrists. <laughs> See, if you're doing that, then yeah, okay, I'm all for it because then, then there's at Keep least a show engaged.
2: with it. Yeah, you know. have it stream on Disney Plus.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Jesus.
0: yeah i'm I'm all for it i'm all for just having everyone have their own war worm
1: more trades
0: more trades will happen i think
1: as long as we get the camera of like everyone pacing around the room i'll make that concession if we can see (laughs) the whole like two three minutes that they're on the clock and it's like someone just losing their (laughs) shit in the war room like (laughs) yeah, yeah give me that but if it's like you're going to cut to the Zoom call when they call in to make the pick. Like, again, why even have it at that point? Like, yeah. show us the drama.
2: Give us the drama. Netflix series. Our own drive to survive. <laughs> Draft to survive. And
4: it's just people in their
2: war rooms just going, just stir crazy. That'd be fun.
1: It's Pat Verbeek fiending for a monster at the table. I've been in that conference room at Honda Center. It's it's a nice conference room. Is it? Yeah. Is mm-hmm. that where they have it?
2: Probably not, but <laughs> you could. But it's nice is what he's saying. And you <laughs> definitely could, yeah.
0: <laughs> do they have like offices and stuff at Great Park?
4: They do, or, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: I would
0: assume maybe that's where they'd have it.
1: Probably. Yeah, I don't know. Take a page out of our book. Do it while Pat's riding the Zamboni, <laughs> so you just can't hear anything over the yeah. over the engine. Well, before we get into questions, we uh, we'll finish up with uh, any. You guys have any surprises from the first week? Any any teams? Any games that stood out to you? Because I mean, the standings I... I, I feel like are playing out like we would expect, outside of maybe one or two teams, but.
0: I haven't really kept tabs with anyone besides the Ducks.
2: Um, I know
0: the <laughs> Sharks are money ass again. But...
2: I'm a little surprised with how the Oilers are starting, especially because, like, two of their losses are against Canucks.
1: When well, they're um, giving up, like, 97 goals a game. Yeah,
2: like, they've given up all the goals. It's very weird. I mean, that's not too surprising, I guess, because their goaltending is always a question mark. But still, like, their, their start is kind of weird to me. And then I would also say um well for me personally buffalo uh with all the hype that the sabers were getting going into this season it's kind of been it's been pretty slow it's 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 been a slow start for sure tage thompson just got his first goal in their fourth game um which they lost they're one in three uh so they're they're kind of surprising to me. I think Philly Philly is surprising as well. They they're three and one, but I think they started like this last year, because wasn't last year the first year of torts
1: in Philly? Yeah, yeah. And I, really I
2: remember so. like everyone. And their
0: their fancy analytics were probably <laughs> yeah just and as bad was, as they are this year
2: everyone was saying how bad they were going to be, which they were, and they're still going to be bad this year. But I remember they started off really well last year and everyone's like, "Oh, the flyers. Oh, maybe we, <laughs> maybe we underestimated them. Maybe, you know, cause they were like four and O or something. And it's just like, dude, they played, they've played four games. Like this isn't the NFL where we play 17. Like there's still <laughs> so have a lot of games to go, and it showed, obviously they, they suck. And I, but as of right now, it is surprising that they're playing decent hockey, but. Those, those are, those are mine. That's about it.
1: I would say good on the Ottawa senators. They've looked very, very good. They are fun. They are fun. Um, the Kraken, I think, I think I may have been wrong about them because <laughs> I had them a little bit. I don't remember. Did I, I thought I said I had them third or fourth in the division. And that pick's not looking too hot already. And I hate to say that a week in, um, <laughs> I, I won't elaborate too further because I know we have a question like that. Um, yeah.
3: You had the Kraken yeah. at four. Yeah.
4: but
2: Where do I they, have the
4: Kraken?
3: Four as well. They, uh,
1: they're not looking too hot. I mean, they really aren't.
3: They're um, a point out of
2: fourth behind the Canucks. but And they did take it to Carolina last night, 7-4,
3: but um yeah they're looking kind of weird you know what for for the good i'll also add detroit
2: the red wings are actually playing some pretty good hockey to start the year
0: yeah they kicked a shadow out for <laughs> a last night
2: yeah or two nights ago two two yeah i think it was two nights ago
1: yeah is this uh is this the year when we uh we finally get the uh the pictures of uh, John Gibson sleeping in a uh, penguin's bed sheets
2: <laughs> and
1: uh, a home, uh, a trade home to Pittsburgh. I mean, could be. Hey, John feel... Gibson
0: hasn't looked
2: terrible
3: so far. He looked pretty good last night. I thought he was pretty. He was pretty good.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think Great he could goal. have maybe stopped the
2: the Cam Fowler own goal maybe a little bit better, but. I'm still blaming Sportsnet for saying that John Gibson wasn't going to give up anything. And then literally like two minutes later, he gave up the fir- his first goal tonight. And I'm like, all right. All right, Sportsnet. <laughs> Sportsnet.
1: <laughs> uh, I, have a, uh, I have a sneaking feeling that uh, Pittsburgh falls out of the race. Uh, suddenly, Tristan Jari is not your uh, starting goalie anymore. And uh, one John Gibson may be on a plane. <laughs>
0: I'll be shocked if that happens, honestly, though.
1: I wouldn't want it to happen if he does, you know, inevitably get traded, preferably somewhere that could give us something of value because.
0: Does Pittsburgh have anything of value?
1: uh, The answer for the last three years has been no. (laughs) Outside of Cali Clang, but, you know. We already got him. We kind of got him. I mean, if they're willing to give us Jay Gensel, then hell yeah. I mean, <laughs> he's, yeah, a, he's I, on an expiring deal. Why not? <laughs> yeah, I'd take that. <laughs> That's fair value. Hundred percent. Turn turn trades off a of NHL and it would work. <laughs> yeah, All my
2: right. my my main thing was I was going to see if we wanted to try to predict how many points Connor Bedard finishes the season with. And Adam Fantilli. We won't say Leo Carlson. We'll just do those two.
1: I say Bedard finishes with 55. 55. And Fantilli finishes with 40.
0: How many points do they have now?
3: Uh, Bedard has two or three, I think. I'll go. Connor Boudard gets sixty, and then Adam Fintelli
0: gets. Who are his line mates?
3: Jesus, um, hmm, that's a good question, Lou.
1: Just take a wild stab, Lou. Mm-hmm. It's okay to be wrong on this podcast. <laughs> uh...
0: Hold on. I'm looking at see if the blue jackets tweeted out their lineup. Probably I'll probably go mid-40s if I had to think on it.
3: Mid forties. Yeah.
1: Ryan. Ryan's being a funny guy in the in the chat. He said Gibson to Nashville, Soros to Arizona, Michelli to Colorado, Anaheim gets Johansson. What
2: is his problem? Seriously. What's your problem, dude? <laughs> Why do you
1: even have to say Johansson?
2: Like I totally forgot about him. Was not even thinking about that guy. And now you just put Ryan Johansson.
0: I'll go. I'll go like. Brain. I'll go like forty-three points.
3: Forty-three.
0: Yeah. Because I couldn't find their lineup.
1: It's okay if you're wrong. We won't. Uh, we won't say anything.
3: I'll say for
2: Bedard. I'll forget about this prediction in like five minutes. So. Yeah, you will. That's why I'm writing it down. Just in case, if you ask in a future episode,
0: it could be worse. Ryan said I could have traded Brian Hayward for Tyson Nash.
3: Ooh, that is pretty bad, actually. I don't know if about Tyson an Nash. For a little bit. <laughs>
4: it's
3: definitely not an upgrade. All right, so Bedard, I'll say, I'll say a random number like sixty-three. Fantilli, I will go with. 47. I'm kind of an oh, okay. I found the lines. Sick. Okay. So Fantilli, Fantilli was uh, he's with line A on the top line. Oh, he's a top line already.
2: Yeah. I thought I thought Jenner uh, Goudreau. Marchenko was their
3: top line, but that's a that's their second line.
0: What did I say? Forty three.
3: Yeah.
4: Yeah, I'll, I'll go
3: with forty three. Cole Sillinger is their third line center. That's the guy that gave us that song "Greedy" from Tate McRae.
1: What? <laughs> the reference comes back once more.
2: Once
0: more. <laughs> Yeah, really. I'm a fucking boomer, dude. I don't, I don't know this. We're young the same people.
2: age, my guy. <laughs> I don't, I don't know
0: these. I'm actually older than you
2: music. by a few months. I thought you were older than
0: me by a few months.
2: I just said that. <laughs> I thought you said you were um, you were younger than. No, you. no. I said I'm actually older by a few.
0: Well, months. Well, I have tinnitus in my ear, so
1: I misheard.
2: Okay, you're okay. That's fine.
1: Yeah. We'll, we'll uh, we'll get into our questions here and round out things as always mm. um but first before questions as always is our hockey 365 topic of the week yes this week do you think we'll ever see a nightly frozen friendly show frozen frenzy uh, frozen friendly mm. show that covers all the Say NHLs three times fast daily action or is it better as a one-off special occasion type idea
2: so anyone listening watching uh that is not aware of the frozen frenzy.
1: Yeah, explain it to
2: me because I already forgot what it is. Okay, okay. So, this coming Tuesday, um, like we said before, uh, we're recording this on Friday night, October 20th. On October 24th, which is Tuesday, um, ESPN is going to have a frozen frenzy because it's like the first time ever in NHL history where every team in the league, well, not maybe not, first time ever but all 32 teams are playing on the same night there's gonna be 16 games it's gonna be crazy they're gonna have staggered start times so you can watch every single game i think except for maybe like the last two 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 games that night that maybe start at the same time but for most of them you can watch them uh throughout the night without having to worry about them being an intermission like at the same time so they're gonna do frozen frenzy It's going to be airing on ESPN2 um, where it's going to be like an NFL red zone type show where they're going to show every power play, every goal, um, every hit or every fight, whatever they said. Um, But yeah, it's just going to be crazy. So that's what this whole Frozen Frenzy thing is. And it's only for one night because that's the only night on the schedule where all 32 teams are playing. So the question is... um, from hockey daily 365 is what just should is it something happen we more every sh- night
1: should it happen more often and be maybe like a nightly thing or like maybe like a bi-weekly thing or did, should it stay as just like a once every couple of weeks kind of thing
3: i mean uh-huh. i think it. go ahead
2: look
0: i don't know go, go, go ahead <laughs> i'm gathering <laughs> my thoughts
2: I wouldn't hate – I mean, it's cool that it's just a one-night thing for now because it makes it kind of special. I mean, I wish it wasn't a Tuesday, but that's just how the schedule worked out. Um, If it were up to me, I would make this Frozen Frenzy type thing like a weekly thing, but have it like on Saturdays or something, like yeah, a Saturday Yeah, you know, hockey
0: night in Canada.
2: Yeah, because Canada has their own thing. Um, I think it'd be cool for ESPN to do something like that for the NHL in the States. To have like a fro, I mean, every Saturday night would be cool. Um, I don't know. I, 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 I I'm kind of upset that apparently ESPN Plus got rid of, um, in the crease that show in the crease. It was like a nightly recap show of all the games with Linda Cohn and everything. Um, that hasn't continued this year. So I guess that's not a thing anymore, and that kind of sucks because it's it's kind of cool for the league to have like a wrap up show like that, so you can kind of get caught up on everything. Because can't really rely on like ESPN, like the main ESPN channel, to keep you updated on all the games that happen. They'll show you like two games, and then they go back to like what LeBron was wearing at the pool today or something. Yeah, what what, what um
0: what the King ate today?
2: Yeah, and so it's it's it, it kind of sucks that they got rid of that. So having something like that would be nice to have on a nightly basis but if it were up to me and i was in charge i would do it like once a week and it would be like saturday nights
1: yeah that would that would be ideal but yeah i mean espn's got some time to to kind of see what the viewership on it looks like Um, Mm -hmm. i mean i certainly feel like that first that first one's gonna help being that it's just gonna be games all day yeah um it certainly beats having to watch like 15 of the like highlight videos on YouTube. <laughs> Cause I know yeah. that I get to a point where if I have like a bunch that I want to watch, I kind of just like lose interest after a while because like the same advertisements play on like all the SportsNet recaps. Mm-hmm. And it's just like I'm already kind of half paying attention. <laughs> And it's like white noise in the background, and then I just it loses me entirely. So it's like yeah. if it's just something I can sit down, maybe watch like hey, 10 15 minutes of like this is what happened, perfect. But yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's in its infancy. So if maybe it's popular, yeah, it like gets pushed to once a week thing, but yeah, I'm I mean they're interested. trying stuff, but yeah. at least they're trying stuff that might be work out and it's not just kind of like oh hey yeah here's this random thing no one's gonna watch (laughs) yeah it's it's cool to see ESPN kind
2: of coming up with different ideas as this TV deal continues instead of having like the same stuff just every single season and nothing changes and nothing improves nothing new comes along so it's cool I'm excited to see how it how it all works out on Tuesday I'll definitely be tuning in to that on espn2 ducks play the blue jackets that night in columbus so leo carlson versus adam fantilli part one we'll see how that goes
1: yes so we'll start our questions off with a easy one that uh, we didn't get to last week uh but there's a question about our, our good old pal lou from ashley and she says does lou give off old man energy 1000%.
2: Sure. (laughs) We always call him the old man of the show. So he's our old man. We feed him soft crackers.
0: I don't like crackers. (laughs) I don't like the texture. (laughs) Crackers just aren't good.
2: That's just okay.
1: (laughs) I refrain from saying anything. Yeah. Just, just it's all right. Got to let him get it out.
2: Is fight your demons (laughs) fight your demons (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. uh we kind of refrain from explaining this one a little bit better but our next one comes from uh our writer chanel well writer slash uh tiktok manager chanel (laughs) uh she asked have the first week's results changed any of your final division predictions or is it still too early to tell
2: it's definitely early um but the sabers are making me question things. I had them at 4 in the Atlantic. I mean there's still so much time for them to just I mean it's literally four, four games. They're one and three. With, I mean they could easily win 5 in a row and then people are like not worried anymore, but it's definitely early, but my uh I have the Oilers winning the Pacific
3: so <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: well you know getting a little little, nervous for sure a little suspect yeah i would say the pacific's the only one for me i mean obviously uh, chicago and arizona being where they're at in the standings is a little uh eye-opening i mean the coyotes are in fourth in the central right now which yeah is a testament to to the fact that they're gonna probably be pretty decent in the next couple years um Mm -hmm. And not exactly in contention status, but I think they're going to be one of those teams that's always going to be kind of like right at the cusp of the playoffs. Uh, but my Kraken pick is feeling a little, a little, little scary right now. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, I kind of feel like the Canucks and the Flyers are overachieving at the moment. Yeah. Um, same with the Red Wings. Uh, but, hey, if I'm wrong about the Red Wings out of all of those – like, out of those three, I would, wouldn't would hate that because, I mean, they have some great talent in Detroit. Um, yeah. I'd say the Kraken and maybe the Oilers are, like, the two where I'm just like, oh shit. But we are four games in, so I wouldn't count the Oilers out. But the Kraken yeah, – you had – Kraken had the, aren't looking too hot. You have the Kraken finishing fourth. I have them
2: finishing third, so – Lou, you uh Lou had him at fourth as well,
0: yeah, I haven't really paid attention to any other team, so I can't really tell you, but i'm I'm pretty confident in my ducks projection.
1: I think I had him six,
2: yeah, that's
1: where they're sitting right now. I mean that we
2: all had' him, we all had' six, except uh Connor had him at seven.
1: It just shows we love them more,
3: yep mm-hmm. sadly,
1: <laughs> sadly, that's how it works. Okay, our next one, uh, we touched on this one as well, that article uh, from Yahoo, if you could even call it an article. But <laughs> our writer, Sean, asks, is this article the perspective people really have on Leo Carlson? I so the basis of the article um, pretty much was saying that this, this writer um, does not know if, him being in the lineup and being on the top line with Terry and Zegers is beneficial because it feels like they're rushing him and they're throwing him, throwing him in the deep end to start things. Um, And then completely misses the fact that last night quite literally was his first NHL game ever. Um, And he had played a handful of preseason games and one game with Zegers and Terry right there at the end. Um, and questioned his offensive capabilities and whether they're gonna really be good or not, <laughs> and then also said Adam Fantilli was American. Um, <laughs> so I mean, I can't put much credit into an article that can't even get the player you're trying to compare him to right. Um, yeah but it is kind of funny because we've been kind of poking at it all episode of, you know, the media hasn't said anything about him, even though he went a pick higher. Um, is it because he's European? Is it because we're the ducks who knows, but it is kind of laughable that somebody that has as many followers as uh, said writer of this article, um, and is in a role to write articles like that that are meant to be informative for people who may not know who these picks are. It's just yeah. laughable. And he,
2: what blows my mind too is that he's Canadian. You're supposed to know more about hockey than us Americans. And you're looking kind of silly. You're mm-hmm. looking kind of silly. Cause if the ducks are throwing Leo in the, in the deep end here, putting him on the top line, he's playing 19 minutes. I just said to Lou that Fantilli is on the top line. In Columbus, and he's he's playing with Line A, and then Connor Bedard obviously is on the top line. I'm and pretty he's sure he's
1: getting sandwiched by Avalanche players. You know, yeah. So I'm running I him into understand. the boards last night, like yeah, so... I, just, I,
2: I don't understand where he was going with any of it. None of it made sense. And like you said, Fantilli apparently is American now, mm-hmm. which is great for USA hockey. <laughs> it's great Be news. I hope they know. I might have to message them. I might have to message the USA Hockey Twitter account. and Be like, "Hey, did you know this? <laughs> Send them the guys." Well, I, why article. wasn't
1: he on your team at World yeah. Juniors? Come on, guys!
2: I don't understand how he didn't make the team. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just be better. Man. I mean, I hope that's not the view that most people have on on Leo Carlson. I just hope that that's just that guy. And he's just, I hope a lot of people don't agree. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people read that article by now. It's been out for a little. I tweeted it out, and I saw how many people clicked on that link, and it was a lot. So a lot of people have seen it. I hope no one agrees.
1: (laughs) I mean, you're always going to have those opinions from people that don't understand. I mean... It feels like every, every year there's always at least, you know, one Ken Campbell tweet and one Steve <laughs> Simmons, you know, article or yeah. something that always kind of gets the hockey world, to rally behind just dunking on somebody. But it, it, it is, it, it's disheartening because it's like, he couldn't even take the time to like watch the game. Like it was very basic of just like, Oh, well he scored a goal and he's playing on the top line, but I don't know, is this the right approach? And it's just yeah. like, do you understand, like, have you listened to any of the coaches' comments? Have you listened <laughs> to some of the things Pat Verbeek has said? Like, none of that is mentioned anywhere. Of, They're putting the trust in the kids. Um, mm-hmm. Again, maybe that just comes with being the market where we are, but it's annoying. Um, it is. I, I hope that i wouldn't say that i hope that leo reads it and uses it as as fuel you know to the fire or anything but like i don't know it it must suck that you know a moment like your first nhl goal immediately is followed up by you know some some guy you know saying oh well i don't know if he has the capabilities like he scored (laughs) on his first nhl shot yeah first shot (laughs) Mm-hmm. Like Jesus how Christ. like how can you draw up the conclusions though? I don't know if it's there or not. You know, <laughs> he scored a goal on a team that was in you know the second round of the playoffs last year and is probably gonna go a lot farther this year.
2: Stop, conference final.
1: What was the conference final? I thought they played Edmonton, the I thought Vegas played Edmonton in the final. No, oh, I'm pretty sure it was Dallas. Yeah. I could be misremembering.
2: I I mean, come on. Like, that's, that's, that's a, you know, like he scored on a team that's, it's not like he scored on the Sharks. Made the Sharks look silly, you know, because a lot of people make the Sharks look silly these days, just like how a lot of teams make our team make the Ducks look silly. But I mean, like, come on. It was, it's a good goal. It's a good goalie. Give him some credit. Like, Jesus Christ. What is your problem? I think he's so from he's, I think he's from Eastern Canada too. I couldn't remember his I can't remember his location, but I'm pretty covers, sure it's the East
1: Coast. Covers the Leafs. But yeah, there. you go. Because uh, one of his other articles from a couple hours ago, earlier in the day, was that uh, John Klingberg and Max Domi are agents <laughs> of chaos in Toronto. And oh no, <laughs> it was worded as that's a good thing and not the fact that both of them have looked like hot shit to start the season, but you know. <laughs> Rose colored glasses yeah. Will always be a thing in sports. So we'll leave it I, at that.
2: I, I yeah, yeah. I love when <laughs> like I love when the media that mainly covers like just like Eastern Eastern Conference Media or just any media on the East Coast and you can tell that they don't watch Western conference hockey and they don't care about the Western Conference, which is fine. You know, you stick to your team, whatever. Most most people do. But don't I just don't like when people like to shout their opinions on stuff that they clearly know nothing about. Like they don't have, they're just not educated on the topic and they don't care to put in any research. And it's very annoying. Very
0: the moral annoying. of the story is be better. Be better.
2: Be best.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we will end with two fun ones here. Um, Haley always sending us the fun questions. Uh, she asks if you guys were to dress up for Halloween this year, what would you be? I have I been like fighting. I have been fighting for years to be a Teletubby again. I was the yellow <laughs> Teletubby as a child, but Heather will not let me. I'm very Lame. upset. because she wants to do matching costumes and she does not want to be a Teletubby. Oh come on! What would you be, Lou? Uh,
0: I don't like dressing up, so this isn't a question for no, me. No, 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 no. You have no,
3: to choose no, one. No. You have to. Uh, like this
2: I'm is like because just... I don't dress up for Halloween often. I haven't in a while, I'm just but
0: this gonna, is, you know, I'm going to be a more cheery of myself, cheery, cheery, cheery Lou. <laughs> going
1: to yeah, be that. a candy, candy filled Lou.
0: No, just more happy go lucky.
4: That's, that's my costume. That's your, costume? I, I hate Halloween. You hate it?
2: Yeah. This should not Do be surprising. A, yeah. Is there no, like a specific no. thing behind it? No. Oh, okay.
0: Just my typical just don't you like not it. Not like a
3: scary movie guy either. Not
0: really. They don't scare no. me. I just not my thing. <laughs>
3: Sorry. I wish I had a different
0: <laughs> answer for you. <laughs> I'm trying to well, think
2: of what I would dress up as. Maybe like the the wacky inflatable things.
0: Wacky inflatable too, man.
2: Yeah, that. I know Jenny has told me that I need to be that a couple times, just because I'm really tall and lanky. So
1: that's what I was gonna say. Is it just because of your height?
2: (laughs) Yeah, one hundred percent because of the height. So yeah, maybe an maybe an orange one, an orange tube man. (laughs) Orange or purple.
1: Well, we will we will finish with Ryan's because we got a squeak of the week. Didn't Jack have a question? Oh yeah, he did. Um, that's right. I didn't write it down. I kept it on Twitter. Good call, Lou. Because I would have totally forgot.
0: Shout out, Jack, and shout out to every other writer we have.
2: Uh...
1: They've definitely been killing it recently. I'm Hannah's had a hands. few. Yeah,
2: Hannah. Uh... Hannah's been in it she's had yeah. shout out
0: Hannah ones. uh shout out Sean shout out Jack shout out Patrick
2: shout out Chanel uh and Patrick with his with with his um breakdown yeah, of yeah. Fa-
0: fa- yeah follow Patrick mm-hmm. he he's a great follow he he does a twitter thread breaking down in an analytical view of the Ducks games
2: new era ducks Do new era
0: ducks Give him a follow. Give him so, a thumbs up. Tell him he's doing a great job.
1: Jax that's is, uh, describe the duck season so far using the song title. He said, I'm going with Man in the Box from Allison Chains. <laughs> that's As, uh, pretty that's, on brand. That's, <laughs> that's a good one.
0: That's what I'm going with. So I'm, I'm, I know
1: I'm Lou loves that one. so I'm
0: sharing that one.
2: Yeah,
1: <laughs> um, mine I'll go with that be, one. But... Mine was going to be Balls to the Wall from Accept. Okay, because like stated <laughs> earlier, Cronin is doing what Aikens couldn't, and he's just yeah. going for it, and has no problem with that. And I don't have a problem with it either.
2: <laughs> I do like Man in the Box. Um, you know what? Since I keep since I brought up this song already, I'll just stay with Greedy from Tate McRae. We'll keep that train going because the Leo Carlson, uh, Zegras, Terry line was so great. And Carlson got a goal, and it makes me greedy, and I want more, so we'll go with that.
0: (laughs) Who sings that song, Tracy McGrady?
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, Lou, but you know, just for you, we'll say yes. (laughs) McGrady. (laughs) Uh. Oh, man. (laughs) Okay. Hey, Ryan's squeak Ryan's of the week keeps keeps us on the music uh, <laughs> music train here. No Tracy McGrady for this one, but he starts it off with, bah, 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 Barbara Ann, Barbara Ann, take my hand. <laughs> it's an animal sounds, pet sounds, spirit of St. Louis, spirit of America, it's all the same. Since harmonizing is so nice, what song would the pod pick to sing as a quartet? to save the world
0: uh higher by them.
4: creed <laughs>
1: Yeah, I was, I was gonna say I'd it's think gotta be creed any song from creed but higher just because i would have a picture we would have lou flying on the sheet
0: <laughs> oh, Am I the flying bald man
4: you have any to be.
2: Of, i mean i feel like you would you would be a very good flying man
0: Nah, I'll be I'll be a, the barefoot guy holding the baton with the little <laughs> with the little string thingies. That
2: works. That works. But yeah, higher by greed. <laughs> Saves the world.
1: Just all um, of us in stap uh Dallas Cowboy jerseys. Yeah.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. That'd be pretty fitting. That'd
1: be nice. <laughs> Ryan in the chats. Tracy the Grady <laughs> <laughs> well that that will do it for us this week um huh. i do not apologize uh at all for making this week's episode limp biscuit themed in terms of the name as soon as they scored that goal last night it made right, my... I, have
0: a, I have a few names we'll workshop too <laughs>
1: <laughs> but uh I felt vindicated after it was a Terry to Carlson goal last night. So, you know, episodes dedicated to Ben Stiller. You guys don't understand that reference. Nope. Sorry. Not at all. All right. Take us out, Chris. (laughs) Smile and laugh, folks. Smile and laugh.
2: Smile and
4: (laughs) wave.
1: All right. So that's it for us
2: here. Episode 58 in the books, another week. Um, thank you all for listening. Uh, especially if you made it to the end here, all the weirdness that happens at the end of our, our episodes, but um, make sure you're following us on all of our social media platforms, anywhere you want to find us. We're at late arrivals pod. Every single one, we made it easy for you. Easy to find late arrivals pod. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, uh, TikTok, uh, all the other apps that you can think of, Blue Sky, whatever. Uh, uh, I keep what's forgetting the, we're not on that. What's the other Instagram thingy? I threads. Threads. Yeah, we're still on threads. Um, Have we even used threads? I uh, yeah I've I've put, I've put some stuff out there. Yeah. There's like no Re- one on there, but recently. Uh, <laughs> recently, uh, let me check. But yeah, go follow us on uh Twitter and Instagram. That's where we usually post all of our stuff um and TikTok. go follow us over there like we said earlier chanel was killing it over there um Shout i also out, post chanel. i also post some of our clips from our pods over there as well just like i do on twitter and instagram um there's honestly so much you can you can do to support the show whether that's following us on social media Subscribing to the Inside the Rink YouTube page, following Inside the Rink on social media as well, Um, buying our merch. Make sure you go uh, on InsideTheRink.com and go to the shop there. You can find us. uh, You can click on any of the shows there and shop our merch. Um, If you go to our um, link tree... That is in our bio on Twitter and Instagram. You can see where you can buy us a cup of coffee, which is like a simple donation for the show that, that helps support us a lot. Um, we've gotten like four four donations on there so far. Um it's got our link to our ITR shop, our spring shop, where you can find the wonderful Mighty Seal merch. Um, you can find our our links to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen, <clears throat> you can find our Twitch. Make sure you're following us on Twitch. We just got a new follower today. Shout out to you. Um, we're inching closer to 130 followers on Twitch, which is pretty cool. We're almost to a thousand on Twitter. Almost, Ooh. yeah, almost a thousand followers on Twitter, which is crazy to me. For,
0: are we doing like a giveaway, maybe?
2: Uh, maybe. We can try to work something out. Holy crap, um, we're
0: like really close to.
2: Yeah. Um, the other day. Join, you can join our uh, Discord as well. There's a link to our Discord. Yeah, we need to start trying tree. to use that more, huh? Honestly, go on our Linktree. Um, I, I try to post it often um, on social media. Like I said, it is in our bio on Twitter and Instagram. In- on our Instagram, we have like three links that you can follow. One leads you to the Linktree, one leads you to an ITR shop, and one leads to our, spring, our Teespring shop. So there's so much there's so many different things so just just go to our link tree and you can find us everywhere you need to find us um as always we appreciate all of your support um to be episode 58 already is pretty crazy um but yeah that's it
4: shout Uh, out tracy
2: mcgrady shout out tracy mcgrady apparently uh (laughs) ducks play ducks play back-to-backs coming up here Saturday, Sunday, Coyotes, Bruins, go on a nice road trip. So by the time we record, I know I put out a tweet that we were going to have a guest. We're still waiting on that to work out. We need to find like the perfect day and the perfect time because people are busy. People have lives, surprisingly. So we're still working on that. I don't really want to give anything away yet. We'll, We'll let you know. But That's all from us. We will, yeah, we'll see you next week for uh, episode fifty-nine. Bye, bye,
4: guys.
0: You can follow Late Arrivals on both Twitter and Instagram
4: at Late Arrivals Pod.
0: If you feel so inclined, leaving a review and rating wherever you get your podcasts is a great way to show your support and is much appreciated.
3: Take care.